Heads up, in this episode of Netflix or Not, we're going to be discussing the full details of all of the episodes for season four of Black Mirror. So if you haven't seen anything and you don't want it spoiled for you, tune out now. If you've seen it already or if you don't care about spoilers, listen on. Hey guys, this is Lynn. I'm joined by Nick. Hello. And Mufaddal. Hey, what's up? A very brand new show called Netflix or Not. Yeah in which we're going to be talking about different Netflix shows, how we feel about them, and if we were to recommend them to you yes. or not. Yeah, I think the beauty of Netflix is there's always so much great content on there, but uh, I mean, I find myself, I'll turn it on, and I'll just think to myself, what do I watch? Like, what? where do friends. I even begin? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Can we friends. just can we just take a moment to appreciate that the full Friends catalog oh, yes. is now on that? I started just and, recently. And Abbas had a, before we begin, Abbas had a very quick conspiracy theory. I don't know if you were around to hear this, but he's basically saying that because Friends has now come with Netflix, that Netflix may vie to do a Friends reunion like they did with Full House. Right. Oh. So I'm like, okay, oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want a Friends reunion or yeah. anything Yeah, I like mean, I want... I want this to be another topic for a future podcast because shows like Fuller House, you know, they kind of akin back to my childhood when I would watch those shows. And, and I think something for people who are just getting into Friends to see a reunion thing, because I mean, Will and Grace has come back. So, you know, why isn't a Friends reunion in the works? But I think Friends is one of those shows where... Arrested Development as yeah well, right? it's like, like all these shows are coming back yeah so I think I think all of you know there has to be one in the works but for me I think Friends is one of those shows that they ended it perfectly mm. right. so I wouldn't want them to revisit that but we'll see that in another, okay. another show but yeah so this is going to be our little podcast where we look at what's playing on Netflix and you know what we recommend you guys should be watching next yeah mm. so uh, we're I'm a huge Netflix junkie I watch Netflix literally in the background while doing anything <laughs> so i go through shows pretty quickly yeah. i i am the binge watcher what is your background netflix show like if you're doing dishes and things like you just want to have noise in the background so all right this is kind of like a confession time, okay <laughs> but my 2018 aesthetic has been watching really terrible christmas movies on Netflix. okay like, oh there's really so many terrible. there's, there's so, so many, many of them. them yeah but like because i don't really need to focus and i can kind of zone out for mm-hmm. 10 minutes at a time without anything really changing yeah. so that's like perfect for when i'm doing chores yeah especially when i'm doing laundry and i'm moving from one uh-huh. room to mm-hmm. the other um it's kind of weird but yeah like really terrible christmas movies <laughs> um i'm trying to get better in quality <laughs> yeah failing miserably clearly yeah, yeah. mofi do you have a show mm. that you've kind of play on in the background uh, no i i'm not that kind of guy that yeah. needs like a background you know background. how to use netflix properly like yeah. you sit down in front I of it and look and at the tv yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah i i well i sort of I watched I watched the first season of uh, Fuller House and I was kind of you know watching it quite intently. This current season, I'm like no, that, so that has become my background sort of noise where I'm doing dishes or whatever. I just have it playing in the background. I'm not really paying attention to what people are really saying or what's going on on screen, but it's just there's background noise. Right. So for me, it's currently Fuller House, which is I mean not the best way to sort of talk about the show because I'm sure the show has a lot of fan following and things like that. But I just I don't know. For me, it's it's a season that I think is is just so cliche and a couple of things that it's it's started showing yeah that i'm just like looking at it and thinking really that's the best you could do with the storyline mm-hmm. so i just kind of have it playing in the background right. now so one show that we cannot watch in the background and this <laughs> is going to be the bulk of the conversation yes. today, which is going to be black mirror yes there's no way that you can just watch this yeah. show no no no, and zone no. Out. you have to be completely focused yeah. there's so much going on there's i mean when you're watching you're also thinking at the same time mm-hmm. you're trying to digest the process, text, the, process yeah. the, the screw up that is yeah. black mirror yeah, yeah. it yeah. is i mean it it, it the, the show definitely messes with your mind and and the beauty of black mirror i think ever since i watched even before it came to netflix is that it 
it balances out with science fiction and what's happening in our current world. It's not too far-fetched. Yeah, exactly. It feels like this tech will be available mm. in the next five to ten yeah, years. Easily, yeah, easily, easily, yeah, 100%. Easily. And, and just, just in the way they portray it as well, it doesn't seem too sci-fi and too unbelievable. It literally feels like, yeah, this is something that I could see coming in a couple of years, like you yeah. said. So I think that's really where it messes with you, where you think we are actually in a position where a lot of the stuff they're showing could actually come true. Yeah, and, and that's, I think, the biggest mess up with your brain. Mm-hmm. And many of the stuff is kind of tropical in the sense, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's it's like VR episode is there yeah. because now VR is a huge thing now. Yeah. So it's... it's is grounded in reality yeah. more did, than did they do one about AI yet? Thing is, so yeah, yeah a lot a lot about AI yeah. but um, for me I don't think it's it's topical in that sense I think it's just a lot of times Black Mirror predicts stuff before yeah. they happen yeah. and it, when it does it's like such a weird thing like for example when um when Apple released their Animojis, yeah. Black Mirror released a tweet with yeah. like Waldo being yeah. one of them and yeah. that just completely it's true like yeah. blew yeah. my mind <laughs> and now the pizza hut the, yeah van, yeah the, right? the van the pizza autonomous van. pizza thing is, is uh, pizza van is coming out yeah it's it's so. yeah. Yeah. it's crazy it's crazy uh so yeah we're talking about black mirror um we're going to be talking about the current season season four six episodes uh we have all watched them in our own sweet time uh and we're just going to like go through each of the episodes and kind of figure out what we liked about them uh, Lynn has a page worth of notes. I have mm-hmm. to give you guys a disclaimer. Pages. Three pages. Oh, no, wow. No, no, but honestly, a lot of these things are fun facts. Okay. And like little they're not, Easter okay. eggs. And they're not they're fun so facts. They're so fun. They're so you fun, you guys. You just think they're fun facts. Fun facts with Lynn. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have, okay, a, lot all right. of, I have okay. a lot of Easter eggs that I, I yeah. would like to... I mean, I probably won't mention all no, of them. No, I mean, them. Easter eggs are good fun. I know there's a couple of things that are buried in some of the episodes that yeah. you can... It's like kind of like a nod back to pop I culture I found and none stuff. of them, by the way. Well, here's the thing Except about... the last episode. I think what, Korea? The last have you, episode. Have you seen the all of tablet. the... Have you seen all of the previous Black Mirror seasons? I have, but some of them are easy to pick up. Really all right, cool. Yeah, That's but fine. I mean, but yeah, okay. So since while. Lynn has the most number of notes, why don't you kick off okay. with uh, the I'll first episode? Off. So, right. So let's let's just say the obvious, mm-hmm. right? Um, everyone's kind of been talking about whether the <laughs> Black Museum universe is connected. Uh, Black universe. Gosh darn, Black Mirror Universe is mm-hmm. connected or not. Okay. And um, the creators are, were always adamant about like, no, it's not connected. They're just different yeah. things happening different in different lines. places. Yeah, yeah. But the Black Museum came and kind of finally proved that all yeah. the episodes mm-hmm. are connected. They yeah, are within yeah. the same universe and actually in one timeline. Yeah. And I think Black Museum is the last episode chronologically before Metalhead. Mm-hmm. So Metalhead happens at the very end, Black Museum right before that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very, very... Um, what's metaphorical or symbolic mm-hmm. that nisha burns down the museum at yeah. the end of the episode yeah mm. i don't know if that means they're ending on season four because they haven't renewed yet for season yeah. five and it's kind of like let's burn the whole thing yeah down. let's bring it to an end close the chapters or it could be kind of like we're changing things up in season five i don't know what's going on i don't know if, it's, if i'm reading too much into it that's but an, i've seen yeah. interesting online take on yeah. It, yeah say the same mm. i mean it's one way to look at it i, I mean obviously for me the I would think you know why would you want to burn it down? Wouldn't you want to have Black Museum standing as a testament to what's gone wrong with tech, and have people come down and actually see this is what tech can do to you, versus just burning all evidence of all the monstrosities that happened? That was just my kind of okay. Take on it. But also consider this: uh, Black Museum could not, uh, or maybe potentially, 
doesn't need to be that far from Metalhead. Mm-hmm. Just because there's nothing on the road where Nish is driving. And then she does stop at a gas station that's mm-hmm. kind of Which broken kind down of and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's like this one it, gas station. Yeah. Plus, like, since we see her kind of using a solar panel to yeah. charge her car, maybe gas stations aren't a thing anymore. And it's yeah. kind mm. of a relic now. Yeah. Um, or it could be the fact that, you know, the society has already started to go through the decline that will eventually lead to Metalhead. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that's also stuff to think of. I, no, this but, is kind of what... Yeah. But... Uh, for black museum right uh, like in the end they say that uh, pe- people stopped coming to black uh, mu- museum because of the protests exactly so so it's not like there is no one there right you know, you know no i'm I mean? just going yeah obviously like yeah. it could be like a super desolate part of town yeah yeah that that's a very very possible yeah. reason for yeah. it i think i just want to read too much into it that's <laughs> yeah. going on yeah um, but it's an interesting way to look at the show it, as in does that burning down of Black Museum symbolize that, you know, from a creative direction, is the show going in a new, in a new mm-hmm. way or from a storyline that's at the end of it? So it's an interesting way to interpret it. I I tend to watch Black Mirror as a view once only because I think if I if I watch episodes more than once, I start seeing way too into an episode and I try and I I. I go down that rabbit hole and then I'll look at conspiracy theories online and look what other mm. people think. So I think for me, it's a show that I just want to watch uh, for, for any of the episodes, watch it once and appreciate it and take away whatever I got in that first viewing. Yeah. That's mm. how I view I've never watched any of the other episodes uh, more than once. No, I'm a rabbit hole person. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. take me down the rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> and I get like obsessive about it. That's why I have three Clearly. pages of notes. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Okay, all right. Um, but I mean, in general, season four for me, has got to be the safest Black Mirror season so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought a lot of the episodes were kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. There yeah. were... I loved Black Museum a lot. Yes, yeah. yes. And I loved the Metalhead. Yeah. Um, but I I mean, I like it. I like the Black Mirror episodes when the tech itself is in, is in a moral gray mm-hmm. or is ethically ambiguous and not just people's use of that tech. Yeah. Right? So we already know people are going to abuse everything and of use course. it very wrongly. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the point. The point is, is the tech itself ethical or not? Mm. And this is like something like in the episode called, um, I think it's White Christmas, where, remember, with John Hamm? Yeah, he's going, he, he's going he's going deeper in someone's subconscious to try and No, find... no, they extract the subconscious of a person and they put it in like a little oh, yes, egg. Yeah, and that pod, becomes yeah. sort of your Alexa, kind yeah. of. Um, so for me, that's like a super ethical gray because the, the, the AI inside the egg thinks they're a real person. Mm-hmm. They think they're alive yeah. and then you're entrapping them. They're not yeah. a person. It's but, the same thing with, you know. with um, in, in one of the episodes in Black Museum where they show one of the tech was when somebody dies, you can extract the conscious yeah, and exactly. put it in your own freaking yeah. brain. Or in a teddy bear like, where they can why only would you, have like, why, two, like two emotions. Inputs. Like, why would you do that? That's just... That's just so weird. Like, you would just let... I mean, I I think a lot of the times uh, in previous seasons, Black Mirror has looked at that life beyond death experience Mm -hmm. where you've had, like, people's consciousness put into robots and things like that. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that people struggle with is that once you lose someone you love, do you want to sort of, you know, say goodbye to them properly, both in a physical and emotional sense? Or do you want something that's going to be an almost daily reminder that they're there, whether it's in your head or in a small teddy bear or, or a pod or whatever? There's that kind of ethical a- ambiguity. You don't know whether... You, I mean, any of us, if we lost someone tomorrow, we would say, like, I want to have this person for the rest of my life in a pod or in a monkey, whatever. But when you well, sit back... What do you want to have? 
and my head no not in your head because that's like truly messed yeah. up yeah yeah and that that, that okay like that, the, that, then you go and mute it yeah it's just no think about <clears throat> having another guy in my head yeah it's just like i cannot yeah. take that you know yeah. Yeah. There's, there's too much information yeah. in, in yeah. the brain literally split personality disorder yeah. it is, or it schizophrenia is. Yeah. <laughs> And that's just absolutely messed up it with is. privacy anything mm-hmm. yeah but would you want to have someone who is dead revived back into an like a pod or whatever or yeah a robot yeah okay so like actually that. i'm gonna halt that question All until right. we actually get to that episode right. because i think it's like let's dive into it but let's we're kind of talking about the uh, season in general so far so yeah but i mean like it's all about like ai what is a soul yeah you know w- how far can we push it before we're saying yeah. no that's a, a human being or yeah. that's a person you know how far do we take that um so let's go i guess through the episodes one by one yeah. um and talk about the episodes individually starting mm-hmm. with uss callister mm-hmm. i i had the lowest hopes for this episode when the trailer first came out because i had no idea what was going on i'm like why are they doing an episode around you know the, the star trek uh universe just looks so weird and what how is this black mirror and the trailer literally told us nothing as do most of the trailers with black mirror they just kind of right bit of a snippet and then they take you away um but i had zero expectations of this episode and i came away with it thinking oh my god what just happened mm-hmm. um from obviously uh, the way the episode plays out it's very much the you know the, the quietest meekest people are always the ones that have the darkest secrets so mm-hmm. to speak uh and so watching that episode unfold how it was kind of a Uh, how it ran in parallel with what's happening in the virtual world versus what's happening in the real world was was super scary at times and just the way that it developed from just being this guy's little playground private paradise to just the way he was berating people and the way he brought in um uh one of the, the guy's son in to just yeah. basically i'm like that's just like it's, seriously it messed up punishment for yeah and he was deriving him. even more pleasure from that mm-hmm. and that was the, that it just got sort of like a power play yeah it got mm-hmm. worse and worse and darker and darker as the episode went on um and so for me it was i think an episode that delivered really really good uh, really well because i had no expectations and i wasn't really i didn't really know what to expect from it uh and how to kind of interpret as things were unfolding but as the episode went on i was like this is this guy is like he needs to go down something needs to be done yeah. and sort of like justice finally prevailed yeah. um and but the funniest thing was at the end when they were when they were out of his playground and in the actual world and he they came across a a live player and he was like space. yeah he was like <laughs> trash talking like yep yeah. yep every every online game ever that's yeah. exactly how i feel um so it ended on a on a light note but yeah that was that was an interesting episode for me okay and easily for me one of my top 3 for the season yeah. uh for me it was great right till the end then it kind of fizzled out because i i would have like uh the esta part to continue and be esta for the guys in the end mm-hmm. but they kind of got free and like oh we are now it's, it, it it ended on a ha- happy note for them mm-hmm. and i would not have like that just just my thing you know so would you rather they just have gotten rid of the captain and then continue to live in this weird messed up world like, that he had created sort of and they like they could have escaped him and then go into more shit you know but the thing is that's because because right now they they are still in kind of shit yeah. kind of thing you know but they have the freedom to go wherever they want and interact with yeah. other people and stuff so they're in a much better place than where they were in his his private playground mm-hmm. in his playground but they had but it's still not a great place to be which is the which is the only th- th- thing i t- take away uh, 
from that. But how so? How is that worse from where they were before? Or how is it not a better place? But they realize that they are not safe. Emulations. They yeah. Are, they are. They are. Say, emulations of their real world. Yes. Uh, uh, selves. Yeah. Yeah. Selves. So they know that what the real world is. Mm-hmm. Correct. So after a while, you play the game or you are in the game, you kind of start to miss the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to go out. You want to so socialize, meet new people, do new things. But right. here you are just doing the same thing again and again but, and again. But I think that's what's the beauty of the game. And that's kind of what it asks us you know, as viewers is that there are people who are more than happy to pour their life into these virtual games. Yeah, but even though that they, you know, yeah. they can just get out of the house and do what they want. Whereas the twist here is that these characters may, you know, they obviously realize that they're trapped. They, they are clones or copies or whatever of the actual mm. cells in the real world. But they now have the quote-unquote freedom to go wherever they want in this virtual world and do whatever they want without consequence. Knowing that their real selves are out there, you know, living their normal lives, this is now their new life. And they're like, okay, rather than us mope around about this, we can actually do whatever Mm. whatever we want because we are in this virtual world rather than living as prisoners in this guy's private world. They're free. Let me ask you a different question. Um, Did he actually do anything wrong? Because these... The people that are in his game are simulations. They're AI. Mm. They're not real human beings. Mm. And they have limitations. So do we punish him or do we want him to be punished because he's mistreating simulations? I mean, how many times have you played a video game, Sims, and you've really mistreated your Sims? Like, how many times have you put them in a swimming pool and removed the ladder? Oh, yeah. 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 Or in a room and removed the door. different from what Robert Daly is doing with, with these simulations? He's taking out his real life you know, frustrations because he is, I mean, obviously he's being bullied. Mm -hmm. uh, He's being um, undervalued, you know, overlooked by his employees, his subordinates. And his partner, the guy who's co-founder. Yeah. So, I mean, he has a really shitty real life and he's too shy to do anything about Mm. it. So he's built this playground for himself to take out all these frustrations. So he doesn't actually take them out in real life. Mm. Right. And these are simulations. They're not real Real humans. They are AI. So is he doing anything wrong? And should he be that severely punished for it? Because, I mean, we just assume he's going to die at the end, right? Because yeah. like ha- they have stuck. a 10-day yeah. Christmas break and whatever. No mm. one's going to miss him. Obviously, he doesn't have any friends. So he's stuck. He's yeah. going to die. Yeah. Um, does he deserve that? Does he deserve that kind of punishment? Hmm. I don't know if <laughs> if he... Nec- I think certain things with what he was doing with the, uh, with the AI... In terms of um, like bringing that guy's kid in and then throwing him to space as a kind of a lesson thing, I think certain elements of like that cross the line. I think if you've got uh, and also he's the the but important pro- thing. But- no, here's the thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I, I I I have to stand by is that he didn't ask these guys permissions to create clone versions of themselves right. you know mm-hmm. and so obviously when he's created them and they've you know give, been given birth in the chamber whatever they think that they're actually in uh, in his you know they're the real persons they yeah. don't know that they're copies whatever yeah that's true so and then that's some says that's where, I am me yeah that's where it kind of mess, starts AI. messing up mm-hmm. is because they don't realize that they're copies until he tells them or they find out the hard way right so but this is for me or the biggest kind of moral question in USS Callister is, is he actually doing anything wrong? Because, I mean, obviously watching it from the surface, you're like, yeah, he's a villain and he's he's made out to be a very clear villain, yeah. right? Yeah. He ha- even has like a chase scene. So 
but is he really a villain like if we talk about it in in just so, like now okay. society so so he, so interestingly like uh, now that you have uh, said this uh, as a p- p- person who is very shy who is very introvert you know uh, having a means to be someone else for a while mm-hmm. by this game mm-hmm. i would like to do that yeah because but that's, sure li- that's literally sure every other game like yeah. sim versions yeah. of nick yeah. and me <laughs> <laughs> no, like, somewhere out there yeah <laughs> pick your hair out yeah like oh, oh nick i'd like uh, i'd like a cookie oh no i'll have the one you're eating you yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah okay so you so would live a game i would, like this. I'd like to have this kind of a game for mm. myself mm-hmm. you know where I'm not shy, mm-hmm. you know, I'm socially superb, you yeah. know, yeah. I speak well, I, I don't stop utter while speaking. Yeah. I would have liked that, but I'm not sure if I would have done the crazy This is things. the question, yeah. But I may have. Yeah. I, I, I can't. Do you think you would? <laughs> I know you can, I know okay. you're all capable <laughs> of, but would you? unraveling right yeah, before yeah, right. I was, yeah. <laughs> I would, would you? definitely yeah. do bad. You'd mess up because everyone. Because I'm not hurting you guys in, in real life. In real life. Correct. Or yeah. Anyone See, this is life. this is the line. Like, how far, how smart does so, AI need to get? Yeah. Or how sentient does AI need to get before it's a real life? Yeah. But no matter how sentient they get, it's still a game mm-hmm. where I can to you. turn them off. To you. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm just asking these questions because this is like the the interesting. This is yeah, yeah. the you know what. I would have done as a programmer is that when I turn off the game, they turn off. Right. Like yeah. they don't, they don't exist in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. They don't continue to think and discuss yeah. what's just so happened or whatever. There is yeah. no cloud. There is no way they, <clears throat> they are still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they turn off. And when I c- 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 come back online, yeah. they are there again. Okay. okay. I would have liked that. Okay. All right. So let's move on to some fun facts. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, go for it. I'm going to, there's a lot here. So I'm going to give us your pick. top five. Okay, so the the graphics card mm-hmm. that runs this um, the Infinity game is called Nvidia. Oh god! <laughs> um, obviously, there's a Star Trek influence. I don't even yeah. need to mention yeah. that. The brand, the pizza brand that he orders from, yeah. is called Fences Pizza, and that's the pizza brand that also appears in Crocodile. But since a human is delivering his pizza, it means that this episode happened before, before Crocodile. Um, Robert Daly drinks a brand of milk called Rayman, mm-hmm. which is the name of the protagonist from Men Against Fire, mm-hmm. who mentions that her family owns a farm. So that's her like family's, fam- family's milk. The neural device was made by a company called TCKR, which is the same company that made San Junipero, which is why the neural device looks very similar. Oh, And yeah, also the neural, yeah. neural device uh, looks very similar to the memory extracting device in Crocodile. Mm. We'll come back to TCKR once more in this season, by the way. Um, Elena, the receptionist, is using using the same dating app that Cooper uses in Playtest and the same one that features in Hang the DJ. Well, she's like, that's why she's so busy on her phone. Mm -hmm. And also her nails are painted the same color blue as her alien self or Mm -hmm. her alien sim in the Mm. game. Um, Robert Daly is actually a real life video game designer. (laughs) <laughs> but hopefully he doesn't make super weird <laughs> video games. Wait, uh, does, it, does he say yeah. what he what he works on? Or, or uh, yeah, he's worked in EA, some okay. other companies wow. as well. Um, <laughs> the plot thickens. So there were cameos by a uh, few people. There's a cameo by Kirsten Dunst, Kristen Dunst, mm-hmm. right? Uh, who stars along the main actor in Fargo, and she's also his fiance. Obviously, the king of space is Aaron Paul. Mm-hmm. I think everyone recognized. 
No, he didn't recognize his voice. Mufaf didn't recognize Iron Paul's voice. Yeah. yeah. He was the king of space. And uh, Michelle Cole, who also appears in Nosedive, the episode with the social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, a few. I'm seeing if there's any more good ones in here that are. Oh, yeah. The two planets mentioned on the USS Callister that are Rannick B and Skelane 5 or mm-hmm. 4 uh, are actually the names of the criminal couple in White Bear. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, a couple of good ones in yeah. here. Who the thunk? Who the thunk? Who the thunk? Yeah. Okay. So moving on to Archangel, the episode about the overly protective mother. Boo. Yeah. Yes. Boo. Mufaf. All right. All okay. Right. Okay. So <laughs> let's let's start start with this. Would you do it to your child? No. Never. Not in a million no. years. I would. No. But why? Why would not do it, Nick? I uh, for me, I uh, think there are certain boundaries and stuff that children just need to come across they just need to cross whether it's danger whether it's uh you know meeting friends of violence whatever there are things that i believe children need to be exposed to in a natural order of things that help build their personality their psyche their uh emotional quotients everything that is is basically part and parcel of the environment no the person who needs to control is you not the child no you don't need to control you give birth you guide you and you leave no, everything uh, up to leave, the kid. You, you yeah. don't. You're not controlling your the children. sense, not not the child, but yourself from using the technology. Yeah, but as a parent, if your child told you, like, so for me, when I was growing up, obviously I lied to my parents all the time about yeah. where I was. Right, I'd tell them, "Hey, I'm studying here," yeah. but then I'd be at a party over there. Yeah, and in those moments, my parents probably suspected that I was lying to them. Um, they would call me all the time. They're like, "Hey, where are you at? Where are you at?" They I think given the choice of actually tracking me on GPS, they would have. Yeah. But that wouldn't have done either of us any favors, mm. right? Like I needed to experience these things as a yeah. child and they need to let go a little bit as a parent and not kind of be hovering over my shoulder all the time. And that's, I mean, I, I'm sure my children will lie to me about where they yeah, are. It doesn't mean I need to know where they are. Obviously, there are like emergency cert- situations where this would come in handy. Hopefully, yeah. none of us or none of you guys listening will go through the same thing or will ever need a device like this. But still, I think just, you know, in 99% of the cases, yeah. it's just going to make resentment. And I mean, do you really want to I mean, know what your child is up yeah, to all, it's the all time? about I think it's all about trust at the end of the day. And if I think you have a... a I'm not saying you have to be like BFFs with your kids, but if you have an honest enough and open uh, relationship with your with your kids, you kind of are able to straddle that line where you're not being a helicopter parent, but at the same time you are taking a part in their lives. And you know, you know, you, like you said, there are going to be points where your kid is going to lie straight to your face, and you know, I'm going to the movies, whatever, but they're not. But that's just what parenthood is all about. You can't always be that parent that's going to always know where your kids are and what they're doing there are going to be scenarios where you're just going to have to let them go and even if something awful happens you can't let it you know rest on you too much because that's what that's what parenting is all about you have to make these risks you can't have scenarios where you're always going to be playing safe because that's not how life plays out hmm. okay for me mm-hmm. my thing is that uh, now my dad right he went through a heart operation two years ago mm-hmm. and his health is not very good so i'm constantly stressed about his health mm-hmm. correct and now he's he he lives uh he no longer lives with with me so i need to know how he's doing mm-hmm. so if there is a te- 
technology that shows me how he, how he's doing and if in case god forbids that something bad is happening and then there's no one around at home back uh, back in my home country then i can know that oh he's in trouble i would like yeah this aspect for my child as well yeah uh, like in the sense like like if they are in danger or or if they health is going bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i would like to know that immediately so there are already uh like uh like similar to fitness trackers which you can wear for kids and elderly that do all these things so it can but, monitor but, uh, so as accurately as the one that shows in this uh, no i mean that's episode? implanted Probably in not. that's implanted exactly. in well to the limits of current tech basically yeah. is all i'm saying so that can easily monitor heart rate monitor uh, heart rate maybe even blood pressure things like that so if the system detects some abnorm- abnormalities then it'll automatically ping you or you could, or the or, you know your dad can press the button and it sends an sms me- uh, sos message to certain people so with the current realm of tech these things uh, exist but mm. to the point of injecting something in your child wherein you can see through their yeah, goddamn eyes i wouldn't do that like no I you know want, i don't want to see if, what they're doing in yeah if if you said you know you said oh i want to track my kid make sure that they're safe or whatever you again you can track their phone you can track with the wristband and things like that. so there are ways to do that mm-hmm. even with current tech but to see what they're seeing i no and then have like a violence filter and everything i'm like this kids are gonna be exposed to this at some point or the other you know like our parents were, obviously i'm from a generation that is so different from the way that that kids are raised now um but i think i turned out fine but like our oh. parents our parents yes, are yes. um you know were the kind where they would do the best they could but everything else outside of that they just knew that there's uh, once we leave the the house there's no way they can be hovering behind us and make sure that people aren't strangers aren't talking to us or we're not seeing a violent movie in the cinema so this is part and parcel of parenthood it comes back to my original point is you can't always have that kind of monitoring over your kids and yeah. it's just unhealthy i think okay So I told I told you my two ideas for this show yes, yes. for this episode I mean. Um so I have two ideas <laughs> that take all the potential from this episode right. and actually does something with it. Okay. Um the first one is that the archangel actually got installed in all of the kids, mm-hmm. not just one. So everyone has the archangel. A whole generation of people has a filter on that doesn't allow them a whole generation of children that doesn't allow them to experience violence. Mm-hmm. So they have no idea what violence is, you know, the kind of sensation that they can get from it. Mm-hmm. Until one kid discovers a way that they can hack into the archangel and disable it for a few minutes. They disable it and they also disable the emotional relay that it pings back to the tablet mm-hmm. for the parents. Mm-hmm. And then runs kind of like a black market where he'll have like shows where kids can come in he'll disable all their um filter mm-hmm. and they'll have like a really brutal beating up mm-hmm. of someone something whatever and yeah. then you know they get to experience that violence and that sensation mm. and because they've never experienced such strong feelings before they get kind of addicted to it mm-hmm. and it becomes sensationalized in their heads so there are like full gladiator rings being run mm. um in these like black market pockets and you also have a full generation of human beings who sensationalizes and is addicted to violence mm-hmm. and then that's where that goes like that's our future yeah so that's like option one yeah 
Option two, I think, is much darker. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this is the one where I was like, mm, no. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Ever, ever, so a few people I've told okay. this to have thought that it's too dark, but okay. anyway, but it's black mirror. Here we yeah, go. Go ahead. Um, so you know the same. The she gets. She's the only person who gets an implant, and her mother starts seeing the world through her eyes all the time. Uh, the mom kind of has a a boring life. She's not dating. She has a kind of dead-end job, whatever. So she starts experiencing life through her daughter as she grows up. And then it becomes also addictive to the mother. So she's always watching through the daughter's eyes and she's like experiencing everything through her. Yeah. And then, you know, we take it a step further where she starts feeling the way that her daughter is feeling. So like if her daughter falls in love, she falls in love with that person. When her daughter is being intimate, she be, she's intimate with like herself yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so she starts like really, truly living through her daughter's eyes. Right. And then her daughter finds out, confronts her about it, that this is really weird what you're doing. But the mother is so like far removed from reality that she thinks the daughter is an imposter or trying to kind of like take over, know, her, life take, take over her life. Yeah. Or she starts believing she's the daughter. And mm. so she kills the daughter and continues living by using the daughter's name because she's like just that messed up in the head now. Okay. This but then she'll only perfect. be... Black mirror. But she'll only be able to, like, quote-unquote, live through her daughter just, like, online and stuff. Because, obviously, like, she's not going to be... No, I mean, because the daughter is dead now. So, yeah. the archangel doesn't work anymore, right? She yeah. doesn't see anything through the tablet. But yeah. let's say she moves out of the country, but she starts using a different name. And, she, mm. like, her whole personality changes. The way she dresses right, changes. Right, the right, way right. she styles her hair. Right. Whatever. She's right. a d- different person. Like an she, older version of what her of child Of the daughter. Would be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yet yeah. she thinks that she's young. Yeah. So she that's not. That's truly really like messed that. up. Yeah. 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 It's okay. a great idea. Right? <laughs> it's such a bad okay. idea. All right. okay. I like the first one better just because if, I feel like it has more uh, social repercussions on a bigger scale. But this one, I think, would be more fun, the second if one. If either of these two actually come to light, I swear when you use this podcast yes. as proof that we, <laughs> yeah, came we did up, it first. then came up with this original <laughs> idea. That's there. Okay. Netflix, right. hire me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here are some Archangel fun facts. The UI for Archangel kind of looks like the UI from the grain from the entire history of you, which mm-hmm. is going back to the memories. It's probably an iteration of the grain because Liam's law firm said that they were looking into litigation and retrospective parenting cases. So the grain actually might have come from the Archangel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah has two posters in her room for Tusk, which is the rapper from Hated in the Nation, and Harlick Shadow, which is the deadly game from Playtest. Mm-hmm. When Marie Mary is considering Archangel technology, she's shown a demo that includes footage from Men Against Fire, which is another episode from mm-hmm. Netflix. There we go. Let's quickly move on to Crocodile. Yeah. Okay, I, I almost don't want to because this episode is, for me, like... The worst the one. The worst one. Mm-hmm. The worst one. Because it's it looks like... It's almost like they just want an excuse to send a woman around killing people. <laughs> yeah. Legit, this is what it is. I mean, w- where the episode I thought would end up was nowhere where it, it went. And in the end, how she was caught, I was like, really? Really? I was... At my TV saying, really, Netflix? This is what you wanted to do? Uh, but yeah, I did not enjoy this episode at all. Yeah. With how was she caught again? Hamster. Is it a guinea pig Ga- or a hamster? Some rodent. Ah, hamster, they, they the rodent. They basically, really, yeah, yeah, used okay, the rodent. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, how they were able to tell mm-hmm. a hamster, like, okay, okay, if you need, we just need you to look back at, you know, think happy, you smell the beer or whatever. No. I no. didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't. No. I didn't like it at all just because... 
So like I mentioned before, I like Black Mirror when it has morally ambiguous tech. Mm-hmm. And this tech didn't seem morally ambiguous at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's actually a good idea yeah. to yeah. kind of yeah. see people's memories. If you're taking... If they're voluntarily giving them yeah. to you yeah. as part of like a police investigation, investigation or whatever, or, whatever, yeah. or yeah. in this case, insurance. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with it, per se. You know, it's kind of intrusive, but that's okay because I you're mean, getting the people's... Uh, you know, they're voluntarily... Yeah. But also legally, yeah. everything that, that is shown on screen is protected and they can't right. talk about it, disclose yeah. it and everything. Unless it's like a crime, which yeah. is the case here. Yeah. But it just felt like, you know, I mean, what's the, the point here is that there's a woman who's lost it. Yeah. Basically. Clearly, off the deep end. I like the the uh, the hard hitting part and she going to this nervous breakdown or yeah. whatever stuff. Yeah. But the technology was like... Mm, like it wasn't very. There was nothing in the episode that made it go like, "Oh, this is kind of messed up," you know. Yeah, like we can't Except really have a conversation child about killing. it. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. It's literally a woman going around killing people. Yeah. That's it. She's like, "Oh, you saw what I saw? Okay, twack." Like, "Oh, you saw it too, twack." <laughs> oh, the baby's blind. I'm gonna kill it, twack. I was like, "Really?" Yeah. Because the baby thing, I was like, this is like, no. Like, well, she didn't know that the baby was blind. No, but still, like the fact that they had to include that as well in yeah, the story, yeah. I'm like, really? You couldn't just have leave with the husband in the bathtub? But then that would be even worse. <sighs> so the ba- baby, baby ca- killing made it a little more hurting, ha- you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, she killed her child. But I don't know. That, it was but like bland. Yeah, no, bland. I think we can all agree yeah. it's the worst episode. The worst episode. Season. Please right. tell me you don't have any fun facts. I do. Oh no. I have fun facts about everything. Nick. Is it going to redeem the episode? Uh, kind of. Okay. Um, so anyone who knows what love is will understand by Irma Thomas is a song that's been played before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in Fifteen Million Merits, White Christmas, and Men Against Fire. Okay. Uh, when Mia is looking through the adult options for movies in her room, mm-hmm. uh, we see the best of Wrath Babes, which is, of course, from 15 Million Merits, where Abby ends up. The hotel clerk also makes a reference about the tabloid story around the host of Hot Shots, which is the title of the show from mm-hmm. 15 Million Merits. Um, <clears throat> at one point, Mia burns an article from UKN Online, which is, which is like an outlet featured prominently in the national anthem. Fences Pizza is the same pizza that yeah. we saw in USS Callister, but this time it's like an automated mm. van, which yeah. is the Pizza Hut idea now. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and this is the most fun one. When Rob hands Mia a newspaper story about the murder that they covered up, someone actually paused the screen to read what the new- newspaper said. Mm-hmm. And this is what it said. Of course, the real question is why anyone would pause what they're watching just to read a sentence in a printed out newspaper article, says a voice in your head, before advising you to go and share this finding on Reddit. Wow. And the user that actually found it just shared it on Reddit. That's and awesome. I thought that it was amazing. That's yeah. awesome. That's brilliant. So this is like my redeeming point from Crocodile. Okay. Okay. But the, the best Reddit part of it was the Reddit reference. Yeah. yeah. That makes it slightly better. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to what I found one of like my favorite episodes, which is Hang the DJ. Now... I, I read the title and I, and I thought, okay, what could it possibly mean? Something musical, whatever. But honestly, don't care about the title. The actual concept of it is awesome because it kind of pokes fun at um, the world of like dating and relationships and, you know, f- the people's eternal quest to find the one. Uh, and so a lot of the recurring themes in this episode hit home with me. And so I, this is by far my favorite one. And just the way that it was presented and the way that the, 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 the two characters, you could tell they were sort of not made for each other but they kind of grew into it and then by the end of it, they were like pining for each other was so fantastically done and that that end realization where they're like this isn't real like we can make our own reality 
is just blew me out of the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. The only reason that this is not um, tied for worst episode for me, actually, mm. is because, I mean, yeah, it's like a nice episode and whatever, and it has a happy ending. The 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 What pulls me to it, or what kind of makes it a, a good episode, in my opinion, is that we also go back to that, um, are these, is it okay to put these people through these simulations because mm-hmm. they're AI, or is it pushing it too much because what you're essentially doing is creating a thousand versions of him mm-hmm. and a thousand versions of her and running th- them through this test which appears to take years mm-hmm. to complete in their time in their time yeah. which is like in a very weird society yeah. which is just like one partner after the other after the other it's a grueling thing and obviously she goes through uh, a minor depression where she's talking about how she feels like she's just watching herself from afar so it's yeah. it's not like a nice place yeah. to be but then uh, so, that's, that's also you know to pause for yeah. a bit. That's also sometimes how real life dating is. Yeah, exa- I, th- I thought you that know? too. It, yeah. it was for me for a long time where I would just drift in from one to the other, mm-hmm. and and actually I would I would just be I'm, I would be sitting across from someone and think to myself, why am I here? What is compelling me to go on dates with people that I clearly aren't you know physically or mentally invested in? It's literally just somebody sitting in front of me talking away. And so points like that is what made the episode shine out for me is because yeah. that's how my dating life uh, exactly played out. Yeah, I think, I guess this is just kind of like a matter of opinion. I'm not a big fan of the storyline, mm. like, uh, which it didn't resonate emotionally with yeah. me, but it w- did with you. Yeah. So yeah. Just, just because like so, the emotional baggage that we bring into the episode. Yeah. So for a person who has never dated in his life, mm-hmm. 31 years, no dates, mm-hmm. sign me the F up. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it in Someone a heartbeat. Someone find Mufafa date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Um, but, but yeah, so, so would, would you use this kind of... Uh, Mufafa. Mufafa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Cool, cool. All right. Um, so would you use this knowing that what the app does to make sure that you have 99.8%? Imagine a thousand Mufafs yeah. who believe they are the original Mufaf yeah. going through this test. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, it's been 31 years. Yeah. I've had no luck. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but so but I would, I would rather give that a shot and see what happens. But this is what you think, like this is this particular app, whatever would be the the because the success thing is so so meticulously calculated by AI, or whatever that this would be the app that would recommend the one to you. Yeah, I mean, Hinder is shit. Oh yeah, well, absolute garbage. <laughs> so I would rather go yeah, with this yeah. DJ, whatever it was. Yeah. Called. Um, but I'd, why was it called Hang the DJ? It's just the song at the end at the of the end, episode right? goes, yeah. Hang the DJ. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, okay. Well, to be fair, a lot of them, you know, some, sometimes they make sense of the title, sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with Hang the DJ especially, I was just like, what, what is going on there? Yep. Uh, but for me, this was like one of my favorite episodes, easily top three for uh, for the season. Just because of the way it resonated with, with yeah. things with me. It wasn't, it wasn't, I think it was like my second least favorite, probably. No. I didn't like Archangel more just because it had potential <laughs> to be good. Uh, they didn't use your ideas. That's why you're bitter. One fun fact from Hang the DJ. Okay, just, I'm ready. Just, I'm ready. Or at least that's the one that I was able to. And it's uh, I've already mentioned it before is that the dating app has appeared before in mm-hmm. Playtest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in USS Callister. Mm-hmm. That's my one fun fact. <laughs> okay, now moving on to Metalhead. This is probably the episode that people either loved or hated. No one mm-hmm. had like mixed feelings about it yeah um and i think just on this table mufadal and i loved it nick it wasn't no it wasn't doing it it wasn't doing it for me yeah Mm -hmm. it reminded me of like if sony's eyeball robot dog kind of got pissed (laughs) off at humans that was that's what you would get 
you just get Ivo running after you. I think uh, the story has a lot of, lot of uh, pro- pro- potential, and I would like Netflix to make it like a no. like a show itself. No, because there's so much intrigue in the plot. I feel like I'm like what happens. I like how it's universe. two against one on this. Yeah, now. like I'm nodding along with what <laughs> yeah. the, I would love to see a spinoff would, yeah. series no, from Metalhead. See, yeah. yeah, like so, what happened. In the u- 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 universe, who yeah. are these dogs? Who made these dogs? What yeah. happened? Okay, yeah. so I'm going to drop a fun fact here because it might change the conversation. Okay. Um, during the... During the... Metal... Uh, sorry, during the Black Museum episode, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're watching, you know, the news piece comes on about the uh, murder or the kidnapping of the news lady, whatever, I forget. Mom. There's a ticker at the bottom sh- showing some news headlines. Yeah. And one of them says, Autonomous Military Dog Robot Unveiled. Ah. So this could be, or probably is, the metal robot dog in Metalhead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think this changes the conversation a mm. little bit. Because, yeah. I mean, it's so interesting, right? Like, obviously... It, it, Anything that comes from the military mm-hmm. it ends up in warfare and, and bad things and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that now here it's coming. And uh, but I, I, when I first saw Metalhead, I hadn't known about this little Easter egg, obviously. Um, and I just thought at first it was like an anti-theft system, mm-hmm. um, which was like, okay, yeah, cool. And I wanted to learn more about the world. But now it makes it so much cooler just mm. that, you know, this was something that people did that you know, went yeah. out of control. From from what I took from the story is that, uh, like, the world has kind of ended. Like, mm-hmm. all the pe- people have died because of... The dogs. The dogs. The dogs, yeah. or because what the co- dogs co- company now did. So, that that's where the intrigue of the plot is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that it's not about that. Mm. It's about this uh, group of people who are doing like going around on this like seriously ridiculously unnecessary mission to get a teddy bear replacement for one of what i'm assuming is her nephew mm-hmm. um what her, her name is ellie or lizzie i forget now bella bella mm. right bella's nephew mm. um and that's the story and what you're picking up from the world is little bits of environmental storytelling yeah. which to me, it's like the best kind of yes. storytelling. This is yeah. the reason yeah. that I love Dishonored. Um, so I love the I love the environmental storytelling. I love that they didn't shove it down your throat. Yeah. No one explicitly came to you and said these darn dogs are killing yeah. everybody. Yeah. Or whatever. You never see the settlement in yeah. which yeah. the survivors They're trying to get to are. Whatever. Yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, the, the 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 part where she's scaling a wall is where I thought she reached the mm. settlement, but it was actually someone's house. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the dog goes and hacks everything and just waltzes on in. I'm like, oh, yeah. gee, right. That's what's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I was not too um, impressed by it just because there uh, wasn't any sort of clear lead in as to where the dogs came from, what they were programmed to do without your tidbit about them being military grade um, uh, weapons or whatever. Um, I wouldn't have any kind of clear indication of where they came from or what they were designed to do. Um, again, it doesn't tell you, you know, why they're now behaving this way towards humans and they're targeting all these rebels, whatever. So I like a little bit of story in my stories. And for me, <laughs> I found that this was just like, oh, here's the thing that's going on, like right in the thick of the action, no explanation, uh, deal with it. Yeah. So, so I think what you hated about it is what we loved about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. Yeah. I, I like and a build I, up, yeah. but I think you guys just prefer to just like in your face straight away, go with it and figure out as you yeah. go along. That's exactly what I think polarized 
the fans yeah. but on this specific yeah. episode yeah. is that you either love the fact that it yeah. does that or hate it and then yeah. that that's literally what happened yeah. i would love to see a spin-off series Absolutely. i would love to see <laughs> more episodes kind of diving into that world seeing the yeah. rest of the survivors or even if you just give me a five season episode of different stories yeah. of people and then you piece together the information from these stories to make the big picture kind yeah. of story yeah that would be awesome yeah um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think it was a lovely episode. It's my second favorite yeah, or second right. or third favorite. Yeah. Uh, all right. You ready for some fun facts? Okay, kids? go all for right. it. Go for it. Uh, so when um, uh, we see a postcard from San Junipero on one of the shelves, mm-hmm. which is an interesting postcard to receive considering San Junipero is not a real place. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a truck with TCKR written on the side, and that's the name of the company that started the San Junipero project. It's the name of the company that we also uh, saw in USS Callister and in Black Museum where Rolo works. Mm-hmm. So maybe TCKR are the people who created the autonomous mm-hmm. dogs because mm-hmm. we already know that they create they some a, messed up yeah, yeah, tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, if, a, what if, oh my God, what if Black Mirror literally is just a recounting of all the bad tech decisions that TCR have made? TCKR have made. So Could be. Tra- uh, back. Hack in time and everything like what if the dogs have consciousnesses of dead soldiers in them whoa and then like these dead soldiers have (laughs) (laughs) they're traumatized now and they're just killing off everybody yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> because wasn't there an e- wasn't there an episode uh, of Black Mirror's face just like jaw drop <laughs> because of that te- technology where you can you know you can t- 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 take the uh, consciousness yeah, of exactly yeah. and then you implant but here's the thing here, staying on that note remember there's an episode of Black Mirror where they made the soldiers uh, think that these civilians were like the enemies, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. And so it could just be that yeah. somebody's really messed up these robot dogs, which were actually soldiers, to think that these civilians or re- renegades are actually the mortal enemy. Yep. Yeah. Very, very wow. possible. Yeah, there we Next go. Next time on Heard Netflix. it here first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so there's a very analog-looking computer screen in a car that includes the word Callister. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella is a big fan of peppermints, like Shazia was on Crocodile. Oh, yeah. There's all, they're also looking for a white bear. Right? The white bear mm-hmm, at the end. Mm-hmm. Which could be just obviously a reference to the episode White Bear. Or maybe it has the consciousness of Jack's dad in it. And that's why Jack is so attached to it. And that's why it was she's important for them to get like a replacement. Mm-hmm. Because we never actually... like she When she's saying goodbye to everyone, she never mentions Gra- Jack's dad. Mm-hmm. So it could be. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so this one you'll also like. Uh, when they're hacking the car, when the guy's hacking the van, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of references for previous previous episode yes, titles. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. But there's also, why did you bother pausing this, you freak? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's one, that one's pretty cool. I, I, I guarantee someone's <laughs> taking Netflix episodes and dumping them in the Premiere Pro and just going frame by frame yeah. Yeah, and seeing what probably. everything is. That's crazy. Okay. All uh, right. The, all la- right. the last one. Black Museum. Black Museum. My personal favorite of yeah. potentially all of the seasons. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's my absolute favorite. Yeah. I, I, I like this one as well. And I think it was... It, the, the beauty of it being the last episode of the season as well is it was very much harking back to all the things that have ever happened in Black Mirror. All and, of Black Mirror, yeah. And And I think, like you said, that's why it was such a good episode because it just... It almost feels like the season's come full circle yeah. where mm. they're looking back at all of the terrible shit that's gone on in Black mm. Mirror and what caused them and what, you know, what went wrong with them and things like that. And I love how during the course of this episode, it was it was presented exactly like that, where in a tech idea started off as a fantastic initiative or a fantastic idea, 
and then quickly just spiraled the shit out of control and it was just quickly shelved or destroyed before it could get any worse. Or it got worse and then they just had to cover it up. Or it was originally grey. Like the bees, right? Yeah. So they sound like... You know, this is a great idea, but also the government can use them as a backdoor to spy yeah. on everyone. Yeah. And even before that was confirmed, right, that there's a backdoor, everyone was thinking it. Yeah. And it is, I would imagine if, if um, you know, any government did actually do any kind of automated drone system, mm-hmm. you better be sure that they're watching yeah. everything yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I like, the, I like the moral ambiguity of all of that. I like the, the, the tech that... Um, a lot of the stuff that Rolo is doing is kind of the tech that I think Black Mirror delves into a lot, which is consciousness and AI. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think, honestly, I think the apocalypse is going to be when AI becomes sentient and they realize they don't need humans anymore. Yeah, We're all going to die like that. You heard it here first. (laughs) Um, But I love it because the... Stephen Hawking. No, not Stephen Hawking. Yeah, Stephen Stephen Hawking, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's been been saying it for a while. For a while. My man. But I like it also because it has a superhuman story in it. So you've got all that tech. I did not see that coming. I mean, I I sort of could... Like, half of the time, I was like, okay, something's not quite going on with this woman. Like, there's seriously something messed up Mm -hmm. over here. Uh, And then when it all just comes revealing in one beautiful, you know, moment, it just... Wow. I loved her character. Like, just just thinking about her gives me goosebumps because she's just... So like her her monologue at the end just completely took yeah, me by surprise yeah. and her whole journey and her pain and her suffering and you can kind of you know it it just I don't know it it did something to me for it yeah. humanized that episode in a yeah, way that yeah. You know, the other stories yeah. couldn't. And, and, the, and the best part was at the end when she's in the car and she's got the, the teddy bear with her. And then her mom, she's like, how do I do, mom? She's like, you yeah. did just fine, sweetie. Yeah. But yeah, that was for me. I was like, oh, my God. Even that's even further layer to that. It yeah. was. It was such it was, a layered episode. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it wraps up like three stories. Of yeah. Tech yeah. And geniusly just wraps just it up. Just wraps it all one. Like it pretty like, bow and you're exactly. done. Yeah. So like she drives off in the sunset yeah. and there's a beautiful fireball yeah. behind her. And, and also the whole show. And this is what I'm saying. Like she burns the museum down. What's going to yeah. happen now? Like maybe yeah. they're going to delve into other kinds of freaky tech. Or maybe they're not going to talk about tech but something else. Or maybe I'm reading too much into it again. Yeah. But yeah. I mean obviously this this... This one has the most Easter eggs in it because yeah. it has the most references in it. Um, it gives us uh, kind of glimpses into the beginnings of San Junipero. It mm-hmm. gives us glimpses into the beginning of uh, augmenting your consciousness with the doctor and his thing where yeah, you can with the feel pain. pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is kind of the most, the crudest version of the grain and the archangel yeah. and the, the device that the mm-hmm. newer device that they use for, for memories and for infinity yeah. and for yeah, memories. Yeah. Um, so it's like a nice. It, it's also nice to see how badly it messed up the doctor when he yeah. experienced death without dying. Yeah, because mm. that's also something like. Uh, it's sort of the opposite of Junipero, where you die without experiencing death. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I love this episode. I love it so much. I love the stories. Yeah. I love the characters. The acting was brilliant. Yeah. Um, just all around epic episode. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a fantastically done episode. It wrapped up so many different things. Like I said. Three, three or four different plot lines mm. just came seamlessly together in the end, and it was just so, it's such a great vengeance story, and I think <laughs> it, it really is. Like, yeah, every see, time like you, I yeah. think Rolo deserved that yeah. much yes. more yeah. so yeah. than yes. Robert Absolutely. Daly did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the stuff, the stuff that 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 was you know unveiled, and as as each tech was taken through its paces, you realize that that at each particular point, that okay, here's where it's going to go to shit, and it's just going to go downhill from there. Um, but she goes, she goes. 
but yeah exactly which i love because she knew that there's you know no happy story is going to be in a museum yeah. a museum is where you go and you look at stuff that has you know you learn from people's mistakes and things like that generally mm-hmm. and you look at what's what's happened in the past and this was a perfect you know uh uh it almost made me think did he start the black museum as a way to, as a, a sort of penance where he was uh, uh, living uh with a constant reminder of all the failures that he's kind mm-hmm. of contributed to well not him personally as well like just the failures of technology yeah criminal mm-hmm. technology yeah. so are you ready for my easter yes. eggs okay. okay so the national anthem mm-hmm. episode it's season one episode one is referenced because carlton bloom's hanging as an exhibit mm-hmm. and we see a glimpse of a newsreel that treats pm callow mary's pig Okay. 15 million merits season one episode two there's it's referenced there's a shot of a graphic novel called 15 million merits that's the one that uh he's reading with his wife in the background she kind of says come on turn the page read mm, yeah, too slowly yeah, yeah. so he's reading actually the story of is bing i think his name was anyway that's a graphic novel that kind of chronicles that story um the name of the charging station is brb connect which is shout out to the episode be right back mm-hmm. In Rollo's museum, there's a video of Victoria Scalene and a mannequin version of the man who chased her from the episode of White Bear. A copy of the Harlick Shadow Game is on one of the exhibits from the playtest episode. Mm-hmm. Rollo has two lab rats named Kenny and Hector, who are the two main characters from Shut Up and Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, first, we learn that, obviously, San Junipero, all of it, right? We learn that Rollo Hayes worked at a hospital called St. Juniper. He borrowed that name when he went to work for TCKR Systems, the company that also developed the San Junipero project. And meanwhile, the dresses worn by Yorkie and Kelly also appear in Rollo's museum and prepare to have your minds blown. It's very interesting because this is supposed to be a museum about crimes, mm-hmm. but San Junipero was a crime-free episode. Dun, so dun, what dun. happened there? What was the crime? And is it possibly linked to the San Junipero postcard? That we see in Metalhead. Hmm. We don't know. We'll never know. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, there's a B on display, which is obviously from Hated in the Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are headlines on TV. I've already mentioned the one about the autonomous military dog robot. But there's also Saito trial continues, meaning that the game dev from Playtest is potentially being sued or, you know, he's facing the consequences mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Connor's murder. Um, the Archangel system pulled. That was also yes. a headline. And Michael Callow marries a pig. That's also <laughs> a headline. Um, finally, Rayman's milkshakes also make an appearance in the fridge. Oh. And also the Archangel ta- uh, tablet. tablet is there. Oh, and yeah. the t- bathtub, right? From um, Crocodile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a, there's a mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And even the 3D printer that, uh, or the 3D printer scanner that he uh, Rolo uses to scan. Uh, that uh not Rolo daily daily uses, so, right yeah. with the yeah Tommy, with the lollipop, lollipop and things yeah yeah that's yeah there, the music. I yeah. Mean, there's all kinds of little artifacts all kinds of yeah, stuff that you, if you pause honestly you like all of the fun facts that i've given you today th- will be in the description below no 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 <laughs> are potentially i'd say 70 yeah. percent or even 60 percent of all the easter eggs that are actually in the episodes there are so many and like i said this is like a collection of stuff i found myself but also stuff that i've picked up online from like conversations and people saying yeah. this and that there was like one of reference of a game in the console of the uss callister that i was linking back to the D- doom or something as well um, uh no one of the one of the, the comic book stores 
One of the comic book stores in Crocodile was called Outpost 21, which is the name of a map mm-hmm. in Doom. Okay, yeah. And like, there's a whole description yeah, yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah, it's yeah. like a this, long, long, I think, long I, reference. I think that's the beauty of this this um, this show is that they love hiding Easter eggs in these yeah. episodes because you know that people will go looking for that in the same way that I think a lot of the stories are people looking for something else in that partic- in a particular episode, which yeah. is which is great that way. But yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Nick, rank the episodes. Uh, ooh, okay, from like all six or just the top three? All six. All six, okay. Uh, so I'm gonna go from worst to best. So, worst for me would be, um, ooh, okay, Crocodile. Okay. Then Metalhead. Then would come Archangel. Then the uh, USS Callister, Hang the DJ, and Black Museum. Okay. That's my that's my ranking. Uh, Mufi, Mufi, what about you? Yeah. So I tweeted this uh, at Mufaf. At Mufaf. Mufaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag find me a date. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll I'll also start from worst to to, to best. best. Yeah. So number six, uh, Archangel. Mm-hmm. Number five, Hang the DJ. Four, Crocodile. <clears throat> Third, Metalhead. Second is US. Uh, Alistair, and one is, of course, Black Museum. Awesome. I'm pretty much the same, but I think Crocodile Crocodile's my worst. Mm-hmm. So, fifth place, Crocodile. Fourth place, Archangel. Uh, Wait, sixth is... Six. Six episodes, right? Yeah, the yeah. six episodes, yeah. So, who's, who's your sixth? Right. Which six, is the worst? Sixth is Crocodile. Okay. Uh, fifth is Archangel. Mm-hmm. Fourth is Hang the DJ. Okay. No, sorry. Cool. Yeah, uh, hang the DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Third yeah. is USS Callister. Second, Metalhead. First, Black Museum. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so you agree. So, should we recommend people to go and watch Black Museum? Yes. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Of course. Of course, watch it. Also, what I like about it is that you can watch it out of order. Yeah, that's the beauty. You know? That's always been the beauty about Black Mirror is that nothing is truly linked to each other. Hmm. So, At least not the, the first three seasons. Yeah. The fourth season i feel like has been the safest but also the most linked yeah but the first three seasons you could just watch them yeah the, whichever and they're all want. independent stories and they're really really good that way yeah and also try not to binge on it watch yeah. one episode go online read about it yeah you know, yeah go into a deep dive yeah rabbit what, hole yeah exactly for me after i and watched watch uh crocodile i had to pause because i'm like crocodile messed me up so I was like, I need to take a break and come back to this. And then I, I think I spent about a couple of days away from, from Black Mirror. And then I went back to Mokila. And I'm mentally ready to go into to the season again. And also watch it not in the background. Like really focus on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ask yourself questions. Yeah. 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 No it's, distractions. It's a it's a it's definitely a show that you need to digest and think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just consider consider all the ethical problems that they're post, like they're posing. Consider how... You would react in these situations, what you think is the right or wrong. Obviously, it's such a gray show that there yeah. is no clear right and wrong. But it's it's just a cool conversation to have. Yeah. And also, if you were watching it with someone, have those conversations. Yeah, yeah, which is good. And that's I think what the show does is it spurs on those after-show conversations about, is this going to happen? Is this where tech is going? Blah, blah, blah. And that's the best part about it. Is you've Much been like the, this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like how we wrap that up. So that has been uh, this episode of Netflix or not. Let us know in the comments and on social. You can follow us at the Regos, at Linjasur and at Mufaf. Um, and we'll see you guys in another episode pretty soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.